You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Eminence, William Cardinal Goh, Archbishop of Singapore. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, as we come for this Sunday's liturgy, today the scripture readings are very appropriate. For me as a cardinal, just created yesterday by the Holy Father, and the other cardinals who were also created together with me. But today's scripture readings is not just addressed to me as a new cardinal of the Universal Church, but to all of us who hold positions of authority and honor. We know very well that the office of a cardinal is second in rank to the Holy Father. It is certainly an office of great honor. And of course, any office of great honor and dignity comes with responsibility. And that is the reason why, as a cardinal, his office is given great dignity by the church. As a cardinal, more than just a bishop, a bishop speaks on behalf of the church in his capacity, in my capacity, in my archdiocese. As a cardinal, I speak in the name of the church, particularly in the name of the Holy Father to the Universal Church. And as such, whatever the cardinal says, whatever he does, has great impact, not just on the local church, but on the universal church. Because the cardinal, so to speak, is a person ambassador of the Holy Father. As such, a cardinal must be conscious of his dignity and office and responsibility because his conduct, his words can either help the Holy Father to continue to make the gospel credible in the world or can cause scandals and division in the church and even society. That is the reason why those of us who hold office have to be very conscious that we are representing someone or an organization. We no longer speak simply for ourselves. And yet with this responsibility, there is always the other danger. There's those of us who hold office of honor we become so conscious of this office that we think that we are the office. And so become obsessed with positions, with power, with honor, with recognition. This is the other danger when we are placed in positions of authority. Sometimes we become demanding. We expect people to treat us differently 
and also to give us special privileges. When we become too obsessed with our office, with our position, we become detached from the lives of ordinary men. We become alienated from the ordinary people because we lived in our office. Not the literal office, but in our position. Because we think that we are higher than others, we are different from others. This is where the danger lies. So how can we reconcile holding an office of dignity and yet at the same time to leave this office with such selflessness, humility and self-effacement at the same time. Many of us cannot reconcile these two extremes of a high office and living a humble life. And yet today in the first reading, in the book of Sirach, the author reminds us, my child, conduct your affairs with humility. And today's gospel is very, very enlightening because Jesus told us a parable about those who were invited to places of honor in a banquet. And he was addressing the leading Pharisees, that means to say, gardeners and bishops and priests. And all of you who hold secular authority and impositions. We are just like the Pharisees. When we are invited, we want to take the high place of honor. We think that we are special compared to the rest. But in truth, in today's gospel, Jesus is not teaching us false humility. He said, when you go for a wedding feast, sit at the lowest place so that when they see you at the lowest, they will bring you to the higher position. That is not what Jesus meant. What Jesus is telling us is that in life, our position, our office is given by God. Not for you to choose where you want to be. Those who want to choose their position, they are motivated by pride and arrogance. That was what happened to the Pharisees. Rather, we must allow God to place us where he wants us to be. Not where we want to be. Not where we choose to be. And so when we are given a great honor to lead, to be in office, to be in a position of influence, we should not think too highly of ourselves. Because it is purely the grace of God. We are no better than others. God has deemed us worthy of fit to assume a position. And I've said many times, I'm just an ordinary man. I'm not a brilliant scholar. I'm just an ordinary bishop. I'm just like most of us here. Most of us, we are just ordinary. But the Lord has chosen me 
That is why when people and the press keep asking me, why did the Holy Father choose you? How would I know? How would I know why he chose me? Only God knows and only he knows. Maybe he doesn't even know. I'm not too sure. But God knows. God knows whom he wants to choose. And I think this is important. St. Paul makes it clear that in his letter to Corinthians, we are nobody in this world. But God chose those who are weak, those who are lowly, in order to bring his point across. It is not those who are powerful and rich and influential that are always chosen by God. And so I think this is a very important reminder for me and for all of us who are in position of authority. That the office that is given to us is ultimately for the service of God, for His purpose. It's not about glorifying ourselves. It is not about elevating ourselves. It is purely for service. When we retire, we are no longer in office. We become ordinary again. Office, we do. We are persons. The office is a role that we play. And the great bishop, St. Augustine, always reminds us it's a great dignity and honor to be a bishop, to be a priest, but a greater honor to be a baptized Christian. And I think unless we get this perspective in place, we will lose our sense of direction. Instead of serving the people, we use the office to serve ourselves. And the day when we are removed from our office, or when we retire from our office, we lose our identity altogether. We become very insecure. And today the second reading is so beautiful. And the second part of today's gospel, Jesus tells us, you know, when you invite people, who should you invite? Not your wealthy relatives and friends and neighbors, but the poor, the crippled, the blamed, the blind. Why? Because Jesus wants us to recognize that every one of us, regardless who we are, we are all worthy in the sight of God. We are all equal before God's eyes. In the world, we are differentiated but not in the eyes of God. The second reading tells us that when we reach heaven, we are all called to be saints. When we go to heaven, there is no bishop, there is no pope, there is no cardinal. There is only sainthood. And so, for all of us, therefore, we should not be too worried about the position we take in life. If God wants you to do it, if God appoints it, accept it with humility, with obedience and with great responsibility. If the Lord chose you for other tasks, His will be done. He knows what is good for us. He knows what is it that will help us to find fulfillment in life and happiness. If only we respond to the Lord's selection of our vocation. What differentiates each one of us is we have different vocations. We have different calling. That is what makes us different. Other than that, we are all the same 
in the eyes of God and when we come to our death, all of us remain the same. I always remember this beautiful story of Alexander the Great. You know, he has conquered many lands. And then one day when he was going back home, he saw someone staring hard at two skeletons. And he asked him, what are you doing? Why are you staring at these two set of skeletons? And the wise man was said to Alexandra, I was, see, this one is a slave, was a slave, and that was a king. But then when you look at the skeletons, they all look the same. When we die, we are just reduced to skeletons. But more importantly, for us Christians, when we die, we hopefully become saints of God. That is what gives us this greatest joy. So our greatest joy, our greatest privilege is to know that we are sons and daughters of God. That is the greatest joy. What else do you want? To be called a son and a daughter of God is the greatest honor. Greater than being called a pope. To be son and daughter of God. Only if you are conscious. And today we rejoice, my dear brothers and sisters, let us rejoice in our baptism, in our sonship, in our daughtership, and most of all, we lift up this baptismal calling according to the vocations the Lord has chosen for us. And I can guarantee you, you will find peace, joy, and happiness. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Eminence, William Cardinal Goh.